0: Please repeat Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya 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 Om Mangalam Guru Devaya Devi Matrikcha Mangalam Mangalam Bhakta Vrindevyo Sarva Lokaya Mangalam Om Stapakaya Cha Dharmasya Sarva Dharma Sarupine Avatara Varishtaya Rama Te Namaha Om Jananim Sharadam Devim Rama Krishnam Parapadme Tayo Stritva Pranamami Muhur, muhur. <coughs> So we're continuing with our readings in the Shrimad Bhagavatam. We are now in the ninth Skanda, in uh, chapter uh, 10 and 11. Chapter 10 today, most of chapter 10. And it's a very actually um, <coughs> this. We've been the last three, or four weeks. We've been we took one week to speak on the Gita, I think. But mostly we've been talking about different kings, using uh, King Abhirisha and different kings and their stories some that are illuminating Um, but the kings, the lineages that we've been describing is the background for the Ragu dynasty Uh, this is the uh, the the lineage of Lord Ram and so all these kings somebody begat so many sons and he begat so many sons and he begat so many sons and finally we come to Lord Ram and there will be a a very very extremely uh, brief uh, painting of Ramlila, right, given in two, three chapters. And, uh, uh, of course, Ramlila is told by Balmiki to get so many thousands of verses. And, uh, uh, and then Tulsidas, so many, how many verses in Tulsidas? So many verses in Tulsidas. And then there's the Adhyatma Ramayana and Shakta Ramayana and so many different Ramayanas. There's actually over 300 uh, different versions of the Ramlila story. Some, to, uh, uh, the most famous of course is Tulsidas he made he made popularize it with such devotional content and devotional telling but uh, and the foundational one is considered this famiki. but there's even uh, versions of Ramayana that written by the um, there's Buddhist Ramayanas there's versions that are Jain there's a Jain Ramayana in it Jain uh, um um, um his face. Uh, j- uh, um, jain, uh uh buddha is a uh, 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 sorry lord ram is a uh, jain master and so jains of course their ideal is absolute nonviolence violence ahimsa parama dharma right uh, uh but how can ram is the example of dharma how can if he kills ravana then he's not a perfect example of dharma so in the jain Ramayana R- lakshman kills ravana right <laughs> and ram still remains a perfect master so the story has been told so many. There's also a Shakti Ramayana, I forget the name of it. And in it, it says Ravana, you know, how many heads does Ravana have? Ten. ten heads, right? So that's our Ravana. But Ravana has been born. There's been many other Ravana's requiring many other Ram, Ram incarnations to kill. So there's one Ravana described in the Shakti uh, Ramayana that has a thousand, thousand heads or ten thousand heads. And he's so powerful that Ram does everything he can and he can't kill Ravana. Right, and so he's, Sita's waiting to be rescued, right? So long, you know, and then Ravana comes, and and he can't kill Ravana, so Sita goes, "Fine, I'll kill Ravana," mm-hmm. and she manifests as Mahakali, and very easily cuts off the heads of Ravana and kills Ravana, and then becomes Sita again, right? <laughs> so in that story, Sita kills Ravana, <laughs> not, not Ravana. So so the version being told in the Bhagavatam is a very uh, light version. It's told in vi- extremely, oh, just a brushstroke. It's amazing how just in a few lines, the entire history can be told. That's a real masterful poet. Master Valmiki hmm? is, Valmiki. Valmiki, of course, the most famous. That's the most famous, right? But it's also very complicated. <laughs> it's, it's not a simple story in Valmiki. Tulsidas makes it more simple, very clearly, who and what Rama is doing. Valmiki is very more complicated. And there's also, Sri Ramakrishna had great faith in this, called the Adhyatma Ramayana. Adhyatma Ramayana means the spiritual Ramayana. Right, and that's a extremely non dualistic text. Very much appreciated by Advaitins. Advaitabhav is there. Ramakrishna would quote it very often. <coughs> but so but here it comes in the in, in the in in the in the tenth in the ninth skanda of Bhagavatam. Why? So our Guru our Sanyas Guruji Samyomananda, he explains why Ram Lila is told before Krishna Lila. At least so much is told. It says the um Shriyama Bhagavatam is about Krishna Lila. But so we've been joking. We've been reading Prima Babatam for, I don't know, six years, seven years, and we haven't um, uh, we haven't heard Krishna's ankle bells yet, yeah. right? We haven't smelled any flowers in his hair, anything. Barely Krishna Lila is told a few in the very beginning, a little bit about his life in Dwarka is there, but almost nothing. It will come in the, in Ekli, and we're in next Kanda, tenth Kanda. We're almost to Krishna. So right before you tell Krishna, you have to tell Ram, and so although. Why is that? Of course, so many leelas of Nishingadev and Baraha and all all the different avatars are told, and so Ram comes before Krishna, but he says there's a deeper, important reason. He says that people m- people misunderstand Krishna lila. People very easy to misunderstand Krishna lila, because it's told the life of Krishna is told in a in a romantic language, and it's easy to misunderstand because we we have we understand our own mind and our own Nature, and so he reads such stories we, we put our material conditions onto a story of the absolute and therefore misunderstand it. And not only misunderstand it, we, it kills, we misused. Right? Example: there's many examples, some uh, 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 people saying, Oh, I'm Krishna, you are you are gopis, let us enjoy Rasulila, like that, misutilizing this and convincing people all kinds of rubbish things. Right? Swami Shivananda, in one book, Bhakti in Sankirtan, he gives a very strong. He says Swami Shivanand does not believe in Satan. He's not a Christian uh, follower, right? But he says such, such, such gurus and sadhus and, and, and things who are saying, oh, I am Krishna, you are Radha, let us enjoy Ras, trying to misutilize this idea, he says they're Satan's messengers. right? So he's using very strong language. Because the, the uh, not only are they, are they uh, twisting things for their own self, but they're, they're polluting the most pure story. Right of Krishna, Krishna and the Gopis, the, the romant, the, the, described in romantic language, but it's about the nature of the soul, relationship of the soul and God. But so the Ramleela is very hard. You don't miss. It's hard to miss. It's, maybe you can't understand it, but you won't misunderstand it. It's nothing uh, too esoteric. He's an example. Ram is an example of Dharma, and you won't misuse. Nobody's going to say, "Oh, I am Ram. You are Sita. Let's go to the forest and do tapasya." Right, that's not that's not gonna be, That's not how people are are pulling, uh, misutilizing like this, right? So it's not too so easy to misuse, right? There's a principle I was remembering the whole morning. I've been trying. There's one line. There's a there's a, a, a line of a sloka. I don't even know where the sloka is, but this is the uh, uh, why. Guruji mentioned why uh, Ramayana is told first. I'm, uh, I'm going through my notes. I found scribbled somewhere the note, th- this line, Narayana. Paro Vyaktat. Narayana Priyo Vyaktat. Narayana, Lord Vishnu, God, the the Divine, Vishnu, Narayana, who is incarnate as Vishnu, who is incarnate as uh, uh, Ram, who is incarnate as Krishna. That's the general way of understanding, however you want to understand it. The the Divine, what's it? Paro, beyond. Uh, Vyaktat, this material world. Right, so the topic when you're thinking about Narayana's, Narayana's qualities and, and Narayana's uh, uh, leelas, you are mistaken. If we there, it's it's on another plane, it has nothing to do with the material way of thinking. So we put our material consciousness onto that story, we're going to miss the point. Not dismiss the point. We're going to pollute. So we're going to be not allowed to enter the point. There's one Vaishnava saint. He was I was reading many many years ago. I remember. He says that. We have to keep these very uh, intimate understanding of Radha and Krishna and the gopis, and which, will, which are in the Bhagavatam, they're meant for us to read, but we have to keep them sufficiently above us, knowing that they're beyond our level of understanding. Paro vyaktat, or near beyond our material consciousness. right? So we, we serve them, we serve that realm, we serve that leela. We don't try to trespass. And, and, and insert ourselves our, our our material consciousness into that leela because if you trespass a place what happens you get kicked out right you know you have to, you know, so we have to we serve that esoteric understanding given in the scriptures by the saints and then as we become purified if we be, if we also go that we when we go beyond material consciousness then we can understand what these things are really being Spoken. So Ram Leela is, is told in the beginning because we can't misunderstand it. And we can see Ram, uh, Ram is understood as, what is it? He's known as a, uh, he's the example of Dharma. Right? So first we have to, so that's, we have to, so what's Dharma? Dharma here is refined behavior, dharmic behavior, uh, righteous behavior, civilized behavior. So first we have to get to understand to the point of becoming at least a little bit refined, a little bit civilized. Right? when you're a little bit refined, a little bit cultured, a little bit civilized, then, then with that refined mind, with that refined understanding, refined training, refined education, habits, then you can uh, uh, comprehend more subtle topics. Right. So Ramlila is given. Of course, some people just read Ramlila. That everything is in Ramlila. Also, but this I'm explaining why Ramlila is told in the Bhagavatam right before Krishna Lila. Right. It's important. <coughs> So let's let uh, Rama great. So we're starting. Uh, uh, we we'll read. I'm mostly reading from um, the uh, translation by Swami Tapasyananda from the Ramakrishna Mission. Um, but there's a few. Uh, I was looking. I I mostly read this translation, but I was looking at the, the original verses. And a few verses, few words jumped out. So I scribbled out. Oh, that's that. So I've scribbled a few verses. I didn't get a chance to really translate, but I scribbled some verses in order to to uh, bring a few important points out. But like I mentioned, this is not not a telling like Ramayana, like like Tulsidas or like Valmiki or his very brief almost you can recite it in a few probably in five, six minutes, you can recite the whole story. Cliff it's just it's cliff, it's a cliff note. Yeah, a cliff note. So it starts. Shuka says. Katvanga's son was Dirgha Bahu. From him was born the world famous Ragu. From him Aja, and from him Dasharata, the Lord of all excellence, the supreme Hari, Lord Vishnu, the very Brahman, being invoked and prayed to by the celestials, was born by a fraction of Himself, divided into four parts as the four sons of Dasharata. Exactly, when when Vishnu appeared, he he uh, uh, he split Himself into four parts. Can you remember, he has as uh, uh, Rama, Lakshman, Bharat, Satukra. I always mispronounce his name. Yeah. Uh, so he's so these four. These are four aspects. So he's, he incarnates in, in four people in four forms. Primary, the head of the the head of that body is Lord Ram, of course, most important. He was born as as his four sons: Rama, Lakshmana, Bharata, Satrugna. Enlightened personages have given elaborate accounts of the story of Ram, the consort of Sita, and you must have heard these recited again and again. All of you have probably heard these recited again and again. He who gave up... Now it just begins to uh, a few points. He who gave up the kingdom to keep his father's plighted words, whose feet, though too soft to stand even the touch of his consort, nevertheless trudged through forest after forest along paths, Cleared by his brother and the monkey king, who frightened the deity of the seas by an angry frown and arching bow, brows, consequent, of the abduct- consequent on the abduction of his wife Sita, by Ravana, who was earlier incensed by Rama's mutilation of his sister. Su, uh, Supar- Su- what again? Shrup-nabha. Thank you. <laughs> you can never pronounce. But who built a bridge across the sea to Lanka. Where he raged, where he raged like a forest fire, destroying the tribe of the evildoers. May that Rama, the king of Kosala, Kosala, uh, be our refuge. So, just in one sentence, he covered the whole, almost the entire lila. He who, uh, uh, but also some beautiful points, right? He who's, he's a king. Kings are not known to be; uh, 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 they live in luxury. They they're born in luxury, they're raised in luxury, and they live in luxury. So he's saying that even he couldn't even be stand his feet were so sensitive that even the touch of his wife hurt his feet, right? But that very king, in order upon upon leaving going to the forest out of obedience to his father, will know everybody knows this. We'll, we'll tell that story a little bit more. Uh, had to walk over so many uh, thorns, right? At the end of the whole lila, I don't know if we'll get to that verse today, maybe next week. Uh, uh It says that we meditate upon those two beautiful lotus feet right right which are, are scarred by the thorns uh, that uh that walked that uh, walked in the forest right it's meant to elicit some emotion right at the sacri- then, then go, Now backs up and tells a little bit more of his story at the sacrificial ceremony of vishvamitra he destroyed the rakshasha chiefs like Maricha with the utmost ease, as if it were in play, while his brother Lakshmana merely looked on. So actually, so here we get the word Rakshasha, Rakshasa, right? So what does that mean? Demon. demon, right? So it's not a normal demon. Actually, It's a new word. We've been telling so many stories of gods and demons fighting. Every story is about a god and demon fighting, it seems, right? Right, so it's the uh, that's the Asuras and Asuras, the Devas and the Asuras. Right, the gods, the angelic beings, uh, the deva, the uh, upper realm beings that administer and run this universe, and the underworld demons. And there's a struggle, there's constant it seems to be in the story is a constant struggle between the gods and the demons, right? And also we also then we interpret it a little bit internally, and there's an internal struggle between the gods and the demons. We have we have angels in our heads, we have demons in our own energies of our bodies. The ego, and these become we personify our our more unrefined qualities like lust, anger, greed, jealousy, avarice, selfishness. We call these demons, and the higher Indra, Brahma, uh, uh, Varuna—all these are higher, the higher voices, the higher principles. And we can interpret this battle; it's always going on between the gods and the demons, and there's a battle in nature between the gods and the demons, right? Between the the, the uh, 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 uh. But this is something different. Our Akshasha is not an asura. A rakshasha is is what's a. It's sometimes translated as demon, right? But that's a very. um, It's a very. uh, It could be extremely politically incorrect to use the word now, right? We're using the old word, rakshasha. Rakshasha could almost you can use a word almost like barbarian, right? This is somebody who's not cultured. That's a rakshasha, right? And so the battle is not between devas and asuras, but between manavas manavas and a rakshash. What's a manava? I get the word manu between men, men. now of course a, rakshash, a, a a barbarian, that's a very judge judgmental way of looking at another group of people that don't behave properly they're barbarians right, many people were thinking, you know, I've, I've been people watching me walk around with a skirt and eating with my hands with dreadlocks in my hair, oh barbaric <laughs> that's barbarian, uncultured, uncivilized behavior right? <laughs> So it's an easy thing to go, so, but so it's, so, it's, so you have to see this is an old language. Before <laughs> we well, well, if we were to we were, we were to rewrite the text using modern language, it may be used differently, right? You know, uh, between tribals and you know you can say different things like this. So the rakshasas are uh, um, uh, uh, they, so the, the so this uh, um, uh, uh, um, manavas and the rakshasas. These you could think is these are both are men. Right? A rasura a, a is not a man and a Deva is not a man. They're actually beings or forces or energy or principles within our personality, energies in our personality, if you interpret it externally internally. But this is a cultural. This is a cultural war, right? Between civiliza- civilized man, both are men, civilized man, right? And that is actually, we get the word uh, Manava from, uh, from Manu, descendants of Manu, right? An ancient a person who gave, what does Manu do? He gave Dharma Shastra. He gave laws, right? Manu is the one who gave the first the book of, you know, civilized behavior. What you're supposed to do to be a good part of it. How to be a good. What? What is it? What are the rules? How to be a good subject. How to be a good king. How to be a good daughter. How to be a good father. How to be a good wife. How to be a good son. How all these things are. How to be a good priest. How to be a good farmer. How to be a good sadhu. How to be a good brahmachari, A good student. It gets to a point where how to brush your teeth, how to what, how to touch your food, what to look at first thing in the morning, what to, how to touch before you take your first. It gets very complicated, <laughs> right? If you knew all the uh, there's a there's a I a, read a, a, a transcript of a conversation with Srila Prabhupada, the Hare Krishna Guru, Madhvendra Swami, and, and the first batch of people getting trained, right, in brahminical sadhu type life, in priestly life, you know. And uh, and they're like, well, you know, he was giving some rules. Right? You wash your hands properly. Take shower after eating. You know, there's some basic stuff. He says, well, what, give us all the rules. He said, well, if I told you all the rules, you'd faint. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's not you know, almost not practically not possible by by manus by manus Vitti, Right? So these are these are the uh, rules. Are, these are rules of civilization. Whatever we all have our every civilization society uh, culture has its own rules. Right? So this is civilized culture. Versus, or come in contact with, very brutal, uh, 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 brutal, uh, uncivilized by our standards, culture, yeah, they right? Not, they not only uncivilized well, there. evil again, you can also we also can easily look at somebody who's not doesn't follow our habits as evil. We have to be a little careful, because because there's because also in, in the Ramayana, there's there's rakshashas, but there's another category. When Ram gets exiled, he goes into the forest. Who does he meet? Varanas, right? Varana we sometimes translate as monkeys, right? And that's a, it's a, this is a, a very magical story. We have flying monkeys and all, you know. It's a magical, a magical beings, right? But the varanas are not just monkeys. He met tribals. He met who was the, the the tribal chief? Bilas. Hmm? The Bila. Bila, bilas. These are all even different kinds, These are forest people, right? But they also have. They don't. They're not civilized. Ram, Ram, and Lakshman and Sita go into, into the forest from the city into the forest. Now they have new rules, and they come in conflict con- contact with, with uh, uh, So not all uncivilized things are ra- Rakshasas are very extremely rough, like you said, almost evil, right? They're violent, right? So the term is so the, there's a term actually it's called Matsya, nya- uh, uh, matsya Nyaya. Matsya Matsya means fish, fish right? Yeah. Nya- nyaya is the logic of fish, right? What does this mean? This is fish culture, but, so what? What? How would that mean? This is, yeah. fish, fish, justice. fish justice. Fish justice. Yes. What does that mean? What is we sometimes say like uh, fish uh, eats fish, right? In dog nature, dog eat dog. we use it in English. we use dog eat dog, right? But there, it says a big fish eats a little fish. In nature, that's the law, right? Might is right. We also say that's fish, fish behavior, right? These are old terms. Actually, these are terms in the scriptures so Survival. survival oh, we would use Darwin. in in Darwinian terms, survival of the fittest, right? In nature. Right, the uh, 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 the strongest, you know, the weak die. That's that's nature, right? And that the morality of nature, and you wouldn't say, oh, it's immoral, right? If you have a family of monkeys, you see when a new monkey becomes a head monkey, the first thing it does, it kills off all the the, the males from other from the previous head of the tribe, right, or the pack. Pack tribe. What, what are the monkey? A group of monkeys. Family clan, clan or whatever group. <laughs> it's a uh, yes, whatever the group of monkeys is, right? Um, uh, well, and and we wouldn't say, oh, that's immoral. No, it's a law. That's their own law, right? That's how you, you hold it. That's how you hold your your. It does. It makes sense, right? But in civilized society, we make laws to protect the weak, right? We we uh, 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 we protect the weak. we. we, we it's not might. Might is not the only principle. We, we mitigate, we uh, 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 softened the our natural animalistic. As animals, we have that nature, but as humans, and not by humans, I mean by members of, of of a culture and civilization, we're trained by not only by our family, family morality, but by the laws of the state. Also, you can't like you can't. It's not like if you're strong enough to take it. You take it. That's a law of nature, right? But the law of man. If you take it, it's not yours. Don't take it, right? The law of nature, like you know, uh, animals are stealing each other's uh, spouses, like by, that. By, but here we consider that, that we have laws against it, even moral laws against it. Even if it's by choice, we have laws against it. They're just now changing, even, right? You can't just. Choose, you, uh, there is that. This is the, the tension uh, that's happening in this in this story. It's not between devas and asuras. It's between men, civilized men, Right, represented by Ram, who's uh, he is a perfect example of dharma. Right, it's against dharma and matsyanyaya. <laughs> These are the two principles. Right, the law, of, the law of the land, the law of of nature, and the law, of, uh, the law of nature and the law of um, uh, law of dharma. Let's, so we continue. At the, sacro cer- at the sacramental ceremony, of Vish- some bhishma he destroyed the Raksha chiefs like Maricha. We know this story. There were some some, de- some uh, um, uh, um, rishis doing some sacrifice, and some demons were causing trouble, right? So Ram and Lakshman came and killed those demons. So the first their first ex- their first real uh, public event is killing off those who are disturbing the, um, the righteous behavior of the rishis, right? In the gathering the of uh, the heroic men seated in the assembly hall of Sita's marriage, he pulled and broke with the ease with which an elephant breaks a sugar cane, the mighty bow Shiva, which required 300 persons for its transport. So we know that story, that uh, uh, Sita, what is it when you choose your own marriage? It's called a, uh Soyambara, right? Soyambara. She had a unique Swayembara. It's not that she chose it. whoever broke this bow of Shiva would get Ram Sita as her husband. Uh, and so we know that I mean this is that story is told very brilliantly in Tulsidas of course, in all the different texts. But very easily Shiva's bow he just took it and not only strung it, he broke it, right, causing much trouble. So he just mentioned how great Ram is. Um, Sita, who was none but Sri, Honored by being made the resident of the Lord's chest, thereby became his wife, well matched with him, in points of virtue, conduct, age, form, beauty, and the like. So Sita it is important. Sita is Sri. Who's Sri? Lakshmi, yes, right? So, so Rami we know is Narayana, and Sita is Lakshmi, right? And it's it says here. I don't have. I didn't. I don't have the words in front of me right now. But it says that they're well matched. We talked about this today, right? It doesn't mean that they're the same, right? They're equal in a different way. The husband and wife are not uh, are not the same in, in, in this version of the story, but they're well suited for each other. They complement each other. They're one mind, right? Although different functions, different personalities, different, and so this is uh, Ram is we, we always use as he's is is the example of the perfect king. Right, But also Sita and Ram are also seen as examples of the perfect uh, marriage. But of course there's some struggle, of course. We know the story of Ram has its own complications at the end, which we'll go into. Um, but still, so in this opening verse, it's, there's going to be a closing verse that's going to describe how Ram behaved, how Sita behaved, right? And how this was complementary here, that they match also by age, by education, by, by temperament, every, by behavior, by training, right? They're a well-matched pair. So they're equal in the fact that they're, they're uh, they they're equal in intention, not in in uh, not you know Ram is Ram, Sita is Sita. She has her function, he has his function. On the way back after his marriage, he came into the confrontation with Parashuram, the chief of the Brigus, and humbled his pride by having a ra- of having erased the ruling class of the Kshatriyas in his twenty-one campaigns so that's another big story that uh, um, uh, one of the problems okay, you have the, the, the animal uh, the, the, uh, or the barbaric culture of the Rakshashas uh, and you have the, the civilized culture of, the, of, 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 um, of, of Manu and his descendants which we're trying to be but a society has a group that enforces its laws though so they're called Kshatriyas right these are the milit- this is the rule this is the governing branch right both by either kings and princes like that but then you also have military the equivalent to police military like this and the nature of police and military and kings very often because just behind our culture behind our civilization we have that uh, uh, might is right mentality and so very easily almost guaranteed that that uh, will overstep their bounds Right and take it and, and 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 use their power incorrectly. That's one problem with, with uh, with, with, with with yeah with, with any type of ruler and politics and 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 protective force. You know, they have power and it's easy to misuse. And so the story where the the kings and the Chhatriyas misbehaved, overstepped their power. Right, we're not going to tell the full story. But then the Lord descended in a form called Parshuram. It's another form of Ram. Our Lord Ram that we're telling the story he's no, known as. Godandaram, which means Ram with a bow. Parasharam is Ram with an axe. Mm-hmm. Right? There's another one, Hald- Haldaram. That's Ram with a. Uh, uh, Haldar. Haldar means a, a hoe or a, a, no. A. It's it's used for for binding act, ox and things like that. Right? This is Lord Ram. This is Krishna's brother Balaram. There are three main Rams. Right? So Parasharam, he was a Brahmin. Right, who took a vow he was so upset with the misbehaviour of the Chatryas that he exterminated him twenty one times. he Exterminate the entire line and then some hidden somebody was hiding and gave birth secretly and then another again the Chatras came and he exterminated them again. Right, he had killed his wife, It was a long story, right? So he's also considering the stories to be one of the avatars of Vishnu, Narayana. Right. And here Ram- so he's already his mood is like, Oh, these Chatriyas are always misbehaving. Right, and he's not behave- He's behaving not like a proper chetria, right? And what does Ram do? He goes and he breaks the bow of Lord Shiva, right? Lord Shiva is is Brahmin itself, right? He's like the highest ascetic Brahmana and here's this this prince who's going and broken is a great insult again. The he said, he, is, he said again the kings the, the 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 military has has misbehaved, right? And he comes and he he comes to kill Ram Lord Ram, and there's a very funny story, a very funny scene of. Lakshman and and um uh and uh, uh actually the uh, the the uh what is it the uh, mouthy teenager. The <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the word is used, right? Yes, yeah, so yeah, that you know, our teenagers who start talking back they, and very costly towards towards adult, This is coming from Lakshman. Lakshman had that nature. But anyways, Ram calmed everything down but also humbled him, right? So here that's a quick reference to that lila. On the way back after the marriage, he came into the confrontation with Parshuram, the chief of the Brigus, and humbled the, his pride having erased, having, have, of having erased a ruling class, the Chatriyas, in his 21 campaigns, submitting willingly to the command of his helpless father who, being under the domination of his wife Kaikei, was compelled by the bond of his plighted word, to exile him. He, Ram, abandoned the country, his wealth, his house, his relations and friends, with utmost gladness as a yogi gives up his body and went to the forest accompanied by his wife. May that Rama protect us. So that's a very big, that's how we all know Ram went into exile. This is how it went to exile. In just one, one, one sloka, of two slokas, this whole story is told. One sloka, the whole story is told. Right, we know the minister, that Dasharatha. His he had three wives, three wives, and uh, his favorite wife, his senior wife, if uh, um, uh, uh during an uh, intimate moment, he offered her a boon. Right, he says, whatever you want, I shall grant. And she she said, oh, well, now I don't want anything. Later, I shall ask for what what my, to, for my boon. Right. And then so, we all know the story, Ram came of age, and uh, and Dasharatta wanted to install him as print regent, as acting king, and he would retire. And, and well, they were away, actually. He was away during, um, uh, 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 at that time. Um, and at that time, his wife asked for a very horrible-sounding boon. And that boon was that, uh, your. of course, we know it's on the advice of the maid. That's another story. It's not told here, so I'm not going to delve into it. But the the, the he says you exile Ram for 14 years and install my son, install um, Bharata, uh, uh as um, as uh, uh, as king. And you imagine what this did to the father. He like fainted. Oh my! What? what how is going to f- exile my son and 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 like this? But upon Ram returning, hearing this, he actually said, "Oh, very good." Whatever my father says, I shall do. Right? So who's Ram? Who's a favorite? Who's a crown prince? He would be the crown prince, the senior uh, son. Uh, most beloved, most favorite. He gave up his, king, he gave up his rulership in his kingdom and entered the forest like an, like an ascetic. Right. Very difficult to do. Because to keep the word of his, his father's word, his father promised. Even his father said, we, I, you don't have to go. I don't think this is legitimate. This is not a real, this is not a good uh, uh, request. Right. No, 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 I don't want anybody, my father's word should never be, he should never be a liar. His promise. His promise, his word should never be, uh, he should never be uh, my father can never be a liar, I shall follow. So he's held, this is the first, this is one of the first times that, that, that Ram is seen uh, as a great example of a Dharma that we couldn't follow. Right, how many would give up their kingdom just for some foolish, a foolish uh, promise given the time of weakness. So we normally wouldn't do. Uh, uh, uh. But uh, so this is uh, shows Rams. He gave up his kingdom in order for Dharma. This is a Dharma of 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 of, of, of obedience to the father and service of the father. And go into it a little later. Go. But beautiful. As a yogi gives up his body. All right. Just a yogi. Because a yogi is not. What does that mean? A yogi is not attached to the body. So at the time of death, he easily gives it up. Right, So it means Ram, he's not attached to his kingdom. Right, So he can give it up easily. For a higher principle, he can give it up. The higher principle here is Dharma. Right? It's Manu Dharma. May that Rama protect us. These are all in the forms of the prayers. May that Rama protect us. Dare so they, they say that uh, mm-hmm. Rabu, Rabu will read mm-hmm. uh, like the Rabu clan, if uh-huh. they give a promise, they keep Yes, they keep a promise. promise. Yes, he's keeping, he's keeping the family children. This, 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 this is all about that law, that yeah. principle, right? Then, he muti- mutilated the lustful Supanaka. Uh, How do you pronounce that? Uh, thank you. I won't pronounce it properly ever. He, who attempted to kill Sita. So that's just told in also one sentence. <laughs> Everything's told in just one sentence here, right? They um, hmm. don't think it's told. Is it told later? Hmm. So, this is, a, this is another classic example of the two worlds meeting the Rakshasha world, meaning the civilized world. In the Rakshasha world, if you see an uh, attractive person, you can make with that person. What's the problem? Right, so she she is in the forest and she sees Ram. So handsome, so beautiful. Who's more handsome than Ram? And he goes, "We should. You should become my lover." He goes, "I'm a married man, right? Not possible." He represents the. It's not possible. He says, "You can go to my husband. You can go to my brother if you want, because he's his wife's not here." Kind of a test. Like, and, and, and Lakshman's like, "I'm married also. My wife's not here, but I I still have a wife, right?" So the two little aspects of. Two ways of interpreting this uh, uh, proper civilization, and, and and so she said, well, so she thinks, well, if I get rid of the wife, then he'll love me, mm-hmm. right? So she immediately goes and tries to kill Sita, right? You know, because Sita, that like, if I kill your wife, then you'll def- then you have no then you have no problem. Your wife's no longer here. You're no longer married. You can easily come to me, and we can have a nice relationship, right? And so it's story Ram and Lakshman. They they disfigure her. Right, and, and it's a very complicated story also many uh, books people have done doctoral theses on what this means and the influence of this I've read one doctoral thesis on this point in UC Berkeley um, he cut off I think he cut off a breast and cut off a nose his nose and some different and nose and ears like this right? and disfigured her and sent her back right? this is a punishment or this type of behavior right? and when she went back she told and she her brother is Ravana right? and she told Ravana what happened to her and Ravana course got very upset, right? He kind of like, Go protect me. But then she also knows Ravana's nature. She says, and you see he's very handsome, but you know, that woman that I tried to kill, she's so beautiful. Right? Oh really? How beautiful. <laughs> right? Even hearing about her saying, Well I should have her. This is the nature of that, that the Rakshasa attitude. If something's beautiful, I should enjoy. It. but she's married. Doesn't matter. Married married doesn't matter. I'm married too. I have so many wives, <laughs> I have so many concubines, I've 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 had my way with so many women. Or anybody I want I take. That's his nature. I deserve it. I deserve it, and and, and the, he's strong, right? That's the thing. He's not. A, he he's, he's, might is he's, he represents the law of the jungle, That's another way of saying law of the jungle, I guess, right? Right. Ravanakli name uh, 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 means he who makes others cry, mm-hmm. right? This is the, the etymology of his name, right? So his nature is like he's very cruel, right? But he himself, Ravana, is a, a very mysterious figure right and ravana is uh, 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 actually ravana is a brahmana interesting <laughs> right he's a brahman right. right but he's not a very good brahman <laughs> that's the thing. when we know not told here when ram in valmiki it's told very elaborately when hanuman goes to spy and find out what's going on in lanka he sees vedic sacrifices going on swaha so many things going on he sees Brahminical culture but not refined all the month is being done, but still out of self. Still, he's a Brahmana, but he's very he's self-centered in the story, right? And his big crime is he's he's, he's he want he's trying to enjoy Sita for himself. That's the big story, right? But there's other versions of the Ramayana where Rama is where where uh, Ravana is more heroic. You realize he's a great he's a great devotee. Like the, the, the asuras, the asuras are one thing, but the uh, Ravana is a devotee of Shiva and a devotee of Kali right we actually ch- chant hymns that are attributed to ravana the tandava stotram i think is one of them right tandava st- shiva tandava stotram is one of them some people even hold although this is unlikely because it's there's modern language in it but this Mahishasudamardini stotram Jai, jai, he Mahishasudamardini. some people say written by ravana right so ravana was a great devotee he got so much of his power by worship of shiva and kali right so it's a thing. so it's a very thing it's a very mysterious you can't just make him into a demon he's a mysterious character he has a part to play, uh, he's also playing his part. So anyway, so that's uh, a quick story. He decimated the Asura army of fourteen thousand, led by her relatives Kutta, Dushana, and Trishiras, with utmost ease, as in play. Himself carrying his bow, his bow too formidable, too formidable for anyone else to handle. He wandered the forest from forest to forest, and took his residence there, stand st- standing every form of difficulty or withstanding every form of difficulty he lived in the forest so long O King, Ravana became lovelorn on hearing about the beauty of Sita, he sent Maricha to draw Rama away from his forest residence attracted by Maricha in the, form, in the form of a wonderful deer he went far away into the forest in pursuit of him and in the end killed the deer with a sharp arrow as Rudra killed Daksha as a wolf carries away the lamb in the opposed an opportune moment, Ravana carried away Sita during Rama's abs, Rama's absence from the forest dwelling. So this is a quick when Rama how to how to attack. He knew that he couldn't just attack Rama easily, uh, couldn't steal Sita so directly. So he came up with a plan. He got one of his uh, um, followers who had uh, who had a who had some. Relationship with magical power. he had magical power and and when he was a, a rishi in his own way a little bit of a like magical more of a magician than a holy man right but still sincere person practicing who had the power to shapeshift and again this gets into magical world Ramlila is full of magical stories and he says you become a, a golden deer and you'll attract Sita and you uh, and Sita will want you as a pet. And if not of the pet, there's a skin at least somehow Sita, I want you, and Rama you, you, and when Rama leaves, I shall go and steal Sita. And that sage uh, in some version of the story that sage says, uh, this is a horror, how can I do this? But he accepts it's better because because Ra- if he didn't obey, Ra- Ravana would kill him, right And if he obeys, Rama will kill him So who do you want to be killed by? <laughs> If you killed by Ravana, what's what's the glory being killed? Ravana's killed so many. There's no glory in being killed by Ravana, but if you killed by Rama, you right, would, then you, you attain, attain liberation, liberation right? <laughs> That's the story goes, right? So you figured this is bad, but better better this than just another birth, right, and some lower lower thing for being killed by a demon. You know, not a very high claim to glory. What's your, you know, when you get to heaven or something? You're like, how did you get here? It's like, oh, I was killed by some demon. You know, <laughs> some monstrous king just assassinated me. That's not a very it's a good thing to tell your friends, right? So he accepted like that, and so this story is not told, but there's a famous scene everybody knows, when uh, Rama, uh, he he told, he left Lakshman, you protect Sita, I'm going to f- chase that uh, deer, right? And so Ra- Lakshman, ob- obedient, was protecting Sita, and then that same sage or that same magician began to mimic Ram's voice, Lakshman, help me, right? And uh, 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 and then Sita freaked out. Oh my, Lakshman, go save! Something's wrong. I said, no, no, Ram is, he's he's God, and he's he can he's I've seen him. Ki- he's he broke Shiva's bow, right? I've seen him kill. He fight thousands of people in one shot. He's one little deer. There's no problem. He goes, no, 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 no. You, why are you trying? Oh, and then she accuses accuses uh, Lakshman. Oh, you're trying to steal me. You're but you gotten rid of Ram. All kinds of things that are emotional in an emotional trying moment you come up with these different uh, things and so Lakshman reluctantly he left but first he took uh, uh, and he drew a circle around the kutir where Sita was called That's Lakshman Reka. Rekha. Rekha means line, right and, uh, 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 and he says don't step out of the circle right so much is written on that many things that, 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 uh, but many scholars have said that circle is civilization on the outside of that circle, the rules of the forest apply. Inside of that circle, the, the rules of civilized society applies. Ram's, Ram, that's, Ram's realm. Don't step out. And we can also think that's a, a bit of a message. As soon as we step out of the principles of civilized society, right, then we're in some danger. How easily we can something can pull us away easily, right? That's one sub meaning of this story. And so uh, then what did happen? Ravana came in the, in the guise of a of a sadhu, right, bhavati bhiksham devi, oh good woman, I'm hungry, give me some alms, and so Sita, being a woman of that culture, right, from inside the house, who says, uh, I can't go outside, right, my husband's not here, so I cannot go outside to meet a a man without my husband's presence, old culture, right, Uh, um, if he he says, but I can't go outside, but if you come a little bit in, I'll feed you, and Ravana can't go inside, he goes, no, no, no! What is it? That we're coming, me going inside. It's also he also said, uh, how can, you're an unmarried woman. I can't go inside, but it also means because as soon as you step in, if it, it, within that those rules, he would be very much condemned, uh, because because within the rules of civilization. But if you step out, the rules of the jungle apply, right? He's stronger she's weak, you can easily take her and, and steal her, right, <laughs> you, get, you know, of course there's many things, but this is, I'm giving some a little yeah, yeah. bit, uh, academic, interpretation, a little, bit. forgive me, I st- this is what, I have some pollution, my pollution in my brain is a little bit academic approach to absolutely true divine <laughs> verities in the stories. we give this and we can't help think of it, think a little bit this way, um, so uh, then she says. So then she she t- she takes the food and sticks it out the door. And he says, "What type of what? How do you? This the way your in your family is how you feed holy men, right? Come out and feed me." So as soon as she's and she was stuck because also her culture is you have to feed guests. Uh, to a, uh, this is part of uh, proper culture. Proper treatment of guests is very important, and right? And also not giving over a threshold. And oh yes, another point, you never give anything over. A doorway you have to either in or you'll sometimes see people People oh take some prashad and, and usually we like we try to people step back and you step out of the room and you give the prashad or come in and you give the prashad you never hand something over a threshold considered bad manners there's some energetic reasons behind it also and there's devitas and there's, there's all kinds of reasons for it but you never do something through a doorway you either come in or you step out so he says I'm not, I can't go in because of course he couldn't go in but you step out Right, as soon as she stepped out, grabbed her, and flew off. Right, right uh, 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 Where are we? As a wolf, and so this is as a wolf carries away a lamb at an opportune moment. Right, as soon as you're not paying attention, a wolf will come and steal the prey. Just like it means truly the law of the land. And nobody can. And in that situation, you wouldn't blame a wolf. It's hungry. Right, your job is to protect the lambs but if you don't pay attention it's like oh I, it's your fault whose fault is it if somebody if, if a wolf steals uh, a sheep it's not the wolf's fault the fault fo- wolf wolf's following its nature this is a real you see the distinction between civil, civilized and barbaric traditions in the story next he whose feet are worshiped by shiva and brahma cremated jayat, jayat uh, Jatayu, who had courted, who had courted death in his service We'll see Affection of a son that destroyed Kam, uh, Kabanda. W- uh, so uh, we all know Jai- uh, when Ravana was stealing Sita, uh, Jetayu, the uh, very old uh, 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 vulture, he fought and was killed by Ra- or injured by Ravana. And when Rama found him, he told he told what happened, right. And then as he died, he buried he cremated him. Performing just like a, a son would cremate his father. A beautiful, incredibly beautiful scene. We won't go too much into it. Uh, where are we? Kukambanda made friendship with monkeys, came to know about the whereabouts of Sita through the search of those monkeys, killed Vali, and marched to the ocean shore with the army of monkeys. So now he gets to the ocean. When they finally find out where Sita, where, where Sita is, they get to the ocean to cross the ocean, right? Uh, As the angry look of Rama's wide open eyes fell on him, the sea deity, Varuna, got into a fright, resulting in his subsurdi- in the sub- subsidence of the roar of his wavy voice and the, and the consternation of the aquatic residents within him. From him emerged from the sea, carrying a load of articles for worship. So actually, so the scene, this scene is when he wants to cross the ocean, and the ocean, he says, ocean let me cross, and nothing happens, right? So then ang- uh, uh, Ram gets angry and pulls a bow and says, I'm going to, I'll destroy you, right? Everything's personified, right? So the king of the ocean comes immediately. He says, I don't want to destroy my ocean and all the and, he's, and he comes with, not only comes, he comes with puja paraphernalia to worship worship Ram. Please don't, please accept my worship. And then he says some very, some very beautiful things. O oh, Almighty One, and this is where I started. Jada uh, dia. We are. Was it jada? Jada means dull. Dia means mind. Our minds are dull, right? This is the first. This is uh, Oh, dull little creatures that like we are. We have little understanding of Thee. the undecaying and all-powerful Being controlling the whole universe. So we we don't understand that you are. We can't. Un- we can't understand you as the infinite being because our minds dull right? that's the first uh, um. being controlled uh, now we have come to know thee and understand that you are the ruler of Prakriti from whose qualities the Satva, Rajas and Tamas have produced the Devas, Prajapati's and Rudra's you are the lord of, of the whole nature O hero Thou, uh, yeah. O hero thou art free, f- free to go across the sea this is the C. Destroy the monstrous Ravana, born of the dirt of Iravas, a veritable Ravana or bully who makes all the three worlds weep and wail, and recover thy spouse, Sita. Here is you, are, that Ravana is a veritable Ravana, meaning one who calls others to weep, right? So here, is the, 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 uh, the term is very, um, born of the dirt. Hava uh, Ava, Miham rama is is dirt but it means what does it mean born from dirt right actually burn like it's 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 a very clever insult it means born like like urine right and so this is a it's a, it's a very interesting term because i'm thinking of my guru's guru my uh, grandfather uh, dada guruji handiya uh, baba yogiraj handiya baba he has a small uh, my guruji wrote a small collection of his teachings right in hindi and one of them fr- says that children and urine come from the same place, meaning through the sexual organ, right? If one has good culture, good character, then one one is considered a child. If one has bad culture, one is considered urine, right? This is a little is a strong word, but he's, he's kind of playing like, the, like Ravana, a human being, but he, we consider him coming like filth. Right, He's to Go, cross the ocean and kill that filthy person. Right. Verse 15. O hero, thou art free to... Uh, uh, build across the sea a bridge that will spread thy fame everywhere. The world conquering heroes who come to see thy bridge will extol thee in songs. Building the bridge with thickly forested mountain peaks that were manually plucked and brought by the monkeys. He, under the guidance of Ibishina, and accompanied by, by leading monkey chiefs like Sugriva, Nila, and Hanuman, crossed over to Lanka, to which Hanuman had already set fire earlier. So that very quick line, you know, he built a bridge and crossed. Of course, the description of it is that they, they, they threw boulders and, and, and pebbles and dirt and sand to build the bridge. But then in some of the stories we know that it says that some of the rocks floated even. They went quickly. And in the story, this gets also into the magical realm of mysticism, right? It says that that um, the, the monkeys were, ri- were, dr- were riding Ram on the rocks. And he put then the rocks began to float. Uh, we went to uh, Rameshwaram and there's some floating rocks in Rameshwaram. There's some floats, the rocks that actually float. Very interesting. So who knows ancient history I didn't see I didn't see Ram written on them anymore. The rama has been washed off. But there's actually floating rocks in Rameshram, I think made of lava or something, some light stone like that. Very interesting. Uh, but anyways, uh, uh, so the story. Our, my guruji likes uh, to sing actually and Guru Mata, one of his one of my, uh, my sister disciples, uh, Swami Shradananda Saraswati has written many nice songs, and one of the songs deals with the story, right? And uh, very sweet. And he says that uh, uh, when Ram, Ram was watching the monkeys building, you know, writing Ram and, 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 and putting the, the stones in the water and they were floating. And Ram was going, is it possible that stones can float? Right. And so he secretly, you know, when, when they're all busy, he goes over and takes a stone and puts it in the water and it sinks. He puts another stone, puts it in the water and it sinks. Takes a third stone, puts in the water and it sinks. And then he's a little like I hope nobody saw me. It looks a little the story goes, it's not this is, not a, this is a, 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 a a folk tale, you could say, right, that's told. A very beautiful story. Um and then he turns around to him and he sees Hanuman laughing like and just like he's like like little laughing, cracking up, belly laugh. And he goes, a little upset. He said, How long have you been there? He says, I've been there since you dropped the first stone. <laughs> I watched the whole thing. All right? And then he says, Well, uh, uh says, uh uh, uh, uh when I drop, he says, why, how is it that these stones uh, uh, floated? He says, oh, it's your name is written on them, right? When your name is written, th- that that makes things float, right? He says, but how is it that that uh, uh, when I when I tried to put the stones, they didn't float? Why, how did that, why is that, right? And then uh, it says that Hanuman with tears in his eyes. He so gave a great line. He says, anything you let go of sinks. Yes. Right, this is a, a very beautiful sub story. It's not a not the textual story, right? That anything you let go will sink, right? They're they're floating because of the faith in your name, right? But he said actually, my name my name can make things float. That I should be able to make things float. Uh, you don't understand. You are letting anything you let go, and basically, and then the song goes, may he never let us go, right? As soon as if God lets us go, we sink for sure, right? We hold on. It's a nice story. Continue. Uh, Like a lake that has been ravaged by the herd of elephants, the city of Lanka, besieged by the army of monkey chiefs, was soon in shambles. Its pleasure gardens, granaries and treasuries, gate towers, assembly halls and terraces were under the occupation of the monkey forces and its its altars, flagstaffs, golden domes, road crossings, etc. were all wrecked by them. The Rakshasha Ravana thereupon dispatched one after another all, all his great warriors to the battlefront, warriors like Nikumba, Kumba, Raksha, Dum Durmuka, Suranta, uh, Nara, Narantaka, his son Indrajit, Prahasta, Atikaya, Vikamap, Vikampana, and finally Kumbhakarna. Rama along with Sugriva Lakshmanan, Hanuman, and and uh, gandamada nila angada jambavan Panisha, and other monkey chiefs face the army of Rakshashas which was formal, formidable and well equipped with weapons like swords trident bows arrows darts double edged swords javelin laces, lances and, and 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 swords the leader of ramana's rama's armies like angada and others joined in combat with well matched opponents on the opposite side Consisting of elephants, regiments, infantry, cavalry, and chariots, with trees, mountain tops, maces, and arrows, the monkey forces of Rama destroy that army of Rakshas mobilized by Ravana, and had lost his luck and good fortune because of his laying violent hands on holy Sita. So one thing is that he's throwing. Uh, uh, who in this? Spe- if if you take the story as it stands. On Rama's side is Rama and Lakshmana, right? These are the two humans, right? And you have, then you have monkeys, bears, squirrels, right? Or if you give them a little more literal or, or less literal interpretation, tribals, uh, farm, uh, villagers, like, like this, right? And so they have, Rama has an arrow, bow and arrow, and Lakshmana has a bow and arrow. Everybody else is, are throwing rocks and sticks, right? And still they're able to win, Right. Why? Right? Because uh, look it says uh, here it says Lakshmi, but actually it's a fortune good fortune mangala. Mangala they had lost mangala. We go Sarva Mangala Mangali, oh auspicious of most auspicious beings. Right, they had lost auspiciousness. Why? This is this verse is very beautiful. I translated I wrote this didn't translate it, I wrote it down. Sita Vimarsh Vimarsha Hatta Mangala Arab Isham. Sita sita bimarsha sita bimarsha, bimarsha means anger right sita's anger they tried to why uh, uh, hatta 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 mangala it means hatta means condemned or lost or dissipated right because of sita's anger because of displeasing the divine mother right the goddess right hatta mangala their mangala has been destroyed their luck their fortune their benefit. Uh, I don't know what's a better word. It's hard. We've at one time tried a long time to define mangala. What how to define mangala? Good fortune. They're fortunate. Their luck, luck, change on their side, right? And it says, "Ravana uh, Isham," means those to whom Ravana is their lord. The followers of Ravana lost mangala because of angering Sita. That's really what the verse means, right? But the words are very beautiful. Ravana Isham, those whose lord, those who follow, whose example whose Ish- Ishvara is Ravana, right? So this is so these verses, it's just told very briefly, but there, there are certain verses that are meant to teach something, right? If you follow Ravana's life, you'll lose your Mangala because you don't have proper respect for Sita, right? And so you take Sita in a larger way as a goddess, as culture, as the self. There's so many ways you can take take Sita, right? As uh, the divine qualities of nature. You try to, what did Ravana, what's Ravana's crime? He saw a beautiful woman, he tried to take her, take her. Right You can take that other thread. You can see a forest and try to use it. You can see uh, natural resources and call it yours. You can see money and try to possess it. Right? You can put Sitas, all these Sitas everything. Sita is Prakriti. right, And she's the one behind P- Prakriti, right? So she's, So if you, if you have the wrong attitude by following Ravana's way, you, you don't have the respectful attitude towards nature, towards the divine qualities of nature. Another example, there's a book called "The Cult of Drupari." a two-volume book I read in college, right? Uh, because Draupadi, Draupadi is a very... Fan, she's a very deep... There's a whole group that considers Draupadi the goddess herself, right? Draupadi is a Pandava's wife, right? And when uh, uh, when they tried to, to take the cloth off Draupadi, to rape her publicly, right? What happened? Unlimited cloth protected her. He prayed to Krishna. We know that story, right? right? But once that scene was over and she went home with her husband... Right, her husband is and uh, 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 right? The 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 came off easily, in the bed of her husband. Right, what's the difference? Same woman, one, but one was tried. One tried you tried to possess the other one. You had a loving relationship, respectful relationship, right? So this is this is the thing. If you if you don't treat Sita properly or Draupadi properly or Kali properly, or Pakriti prop- properly. Right, everything you lose your everything goes against you. Where now monkeys throwing sticks and rocks can defeat an army of of well disciplined and well chariots with his chariots, elephants, horses, javelins, trishul swords. You know, like they can defeat. What you're saying mm. about the law of the jungle and mm. but in that image. Mm. Ravana with his golden temples and all yes. this—it looks like civilization. He looks like, like civilization. Ram with his magic hair yes. and tree bark and Yeah, yeah. And the simple, simple life of, of Ravana and simp- the simple purity. But also, if you go back to the story of Vali and Sugriva, right? They were also following the law of the jungle, right? But upon Ram, Ram uh, also playing a little bit in the law of the jungle, he civilized the Varanas. right? Also, and so they, out of devotion to Ram, by contact of Ram, they became civilized. And fought to to save Sita, right? Actually, when uh, 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 Sugriva, when Ram killed Vali, Ram killed Vali, right? Yeah. And uh, uh, Sugriva, the normal term, would what did Sugriva do? She he married uh, Vali's wife, right? Vali ba- ma- married Sugri- Su- Sugriva. Sugriva uh, Vali, yeah. Sorry, sorry, I got him backwards. Vali when Vali when Sugriva was killed by Ram, Vali inst- uh, uh, Yes, yes. <laughs> I have my brain is jumbled. Vali, uh, uh, normally, what they would do is that you'd you'd kill all the children, of of, of Sugriva. That's what monkey. Even now, I mean, that's, we know that monkeys do this, right? But he didn't, because now he came in contact with Ram, and he agreed. I shall not. I shall let my my, my the sons of my my predecessor, who I, my enemy, who I defeated, let them live. I'll I'll take care of their wives, his wives, and protect the children. Right, that's the beginning. So, and now by, by influence or by love of Lord Ram, they had a deal and they began they searched for. and So, now they're fighting on the right side, more cultured side. So, this is some of those themes that come. Basically, dharma and Here's not dharma and adharma, it's dharma and no dharma. Oh, yeah. Right? Adharma, Ad you, you can't break a law if you have no laws. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, a, that's the thing. Rama represents following laws perfectly. Right and punishing those who break the laws—that's what a king does. That's what government does. That's what civilization, or family does, or your friends do, or your mom does, whatever. Right? You do misbehave them. You know. <laughs> 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 whatever it is, <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, uh. But yeah, so this—I this, think this verse is very important. Sita bimarsha bimarsha, Hatta Mangala <speaking> rava Isham Ramesham Ravana Isham. So, uh, where are we? Verse 20. I'll spin through these quickly. Uh, Verse 20. The king of the Rakshasas, infuriated by the destruction of his forces, now ascended a chariot and charged at Rama, who was seated in the luminous chariot of Indra, brought by his charioteer Matali, and showered sharp arrows on him. Rama said to him, O wretch of a Rakshasha! Now, the term he uses here, actually I, I was studying these, he uses some very good language. <laughs> in good language, I mean really bad language. <laughs> right, uh, the, this is a very classy bad language. You want to insult how do you insult So you It's know, like you're a wretch of a rakshasha. That's a nice thing, right? And uh, uh, You mean fellow? Like a pil- pilfering dog, you have stolen away my wife during my absence. A dog, when you're not paying attention, runs in and grabs food and runs off. That's what dogs do. I mean, your dog probably does. My dog used to do that, <laughs> right? But this is—I mean, otherwise, like you, you behave like a dog. This is not. Once again, this is not human beings. Don't behave this way. Dogs behave this way, right? But the term he used here—it says, "You wretched wretch of a rakshasa, you mean fellow." I'm going. What word? Like, I looked at the word. Is purusha ada, purusha ada, parisha, purisha. This means uh, uh, the stool. Of a, of a man-eater, so it's not even. It's the, I won't say in front of Ma, but he's calling him a piece of something or another. But not just any something or another. It's a really bad. It's not even <laughs> calling you stool. It's not even like you know. It's a big. Like it, 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 in the Vishnu Purana, it says one who takes things meant for the deity. Uh, for uh, one's own use and like and things that are meant for the whole for holy men and you steal the food and th- items of the puja, one will be born as a worm, born as a worm, in the stool of a dog eater, right? So born as a worm as a worm and stool, but not just any sort, like a dog eater's stool, like really low class stool. But this is even worse. It's like you're raksha, you know? you're 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 like the stool of 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 somebody who eats humans. It's like a, it's a good it's a good insult, you know, it's like <laughs> Cannibal, cannibal he's like he's like, like your, you know, it's like well, your mother is so bad, you know, one of those types of things. Like a really <laughs> trying to you turn that into a modern hip <laughs> way of uh, insult. It's a, it's, he dissed him really bad, you know. You you wretched wretch of a rock, you stool of a dog eater, of a human eater. All right. Uh, 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 the consequence of this shameless and despicable act will soon fall upon you from my hands, like the irresistible doom of time. Right. karma will time will it can't last berating Ravana in this way Ram, Rama shot a powerful arrow at him like the thunderbolt it pierced Ravana's heart and vomiting blood from all of his ten mouths Ramana fell down as an individual drops from the heavenly regions when his merits are exhausted great simile right. you, you, by your good auspicious karmas, you can attend some heaven but when your har- karmas are finished Again, you fall to earth, right? So his karmas, also his g- good karmas of, of of his human life, also came to an end this very moment. All the world cried, "Jai ho! Alas, alas!" At this, now hundreds of Rakshasa women, headed by Mandodari, came out of the city, weeping and wailing. They cried aloud, beating their breasts as they clung to the bodies of their husbands and other relatives who met their deaths from the arrows of Lakshman. They wailed, O oh, Ravana, the terror of all the world, alas, you are half, we are half dead. Without you, what would be the fate of Lanka, now under the attack of enemies? O oh, Great One, actually, this is a reference. Is, you're thinking, we're half dead. Without you, what will happen to us? What happens when a king uh, is killed? His wives are usually stolen or killed. Right so it's like without without the husband, without you know that you know this happens even modern day warfare, right? We know actually what happened instead, because now Rama gave the kingdom to Bibishana. Bibishana protected all the wives. He, he gave them all their proper places, He protected their children like that because he, he, it's again, the weak should not be taken advantage of like this. A new culture has come to them. Oh, great, when under the influence of lust, you fail to recognize this unique power of Sita's spiritual glory. It was ignorance of that that has brought you to this predicament. It says by by unbridled desire, by lust, you didn't realize who Sita was. And if we take this from that other verse of Sita being nature, Sita being all women, Sita being uh, anything divine. Like if, you, if you don't uh, by lustful desire we want to possess, we don't realize the intrinsic value and therefore get in big, big trouble. And that reminded me of another verse, right? The, uh, this is from the um, um, Chanakya uh, Stotram. Stotram. This is a, Chanaka is a, is a collection of like moral dictums, right? Uh, I mean, if you remember on Mother's Day, I think we saw yeah, on Mother's Day I posted something on the seven mothers, mm-hmm. right? Who are the we bow? We remember the seven mothers, which are. Our earthly mother, our nurse, mother cow, the earth, the wife of the Brahmin, you know, different things like that. That was a verse from this text, right? Verse 10 of this text is very beautiful. It defines pandita. Pandita means scholar means a wise man, right? What's a pandit, right? Matrivat para darashu. Para darashu, somebody else, para means other, an other person's wife, right? Another person's wife, matrivat, one who considers them their mother. Right, actually, in in, in culture, at when a young boy gets a sacred thread, and, co- and ties a cope in around and the mother, usually the mother ties the cope first uh, the the on a young boy, just a little before puberty time, uh, uh, and with the words, you you should basically just uh, so that, you shall treat, try to see all women that aren't your wife as mother. Right, your wife you and the wife is also The wife is sometime mother, sometime sister, sometime friend, sometime lover. Wife has many relationships. Right. Your wife, you can have all these relationships with. But other people's wife, you should see them as mother. A pundit means a wise person, right? Uh, a scholar, an intelligent person, educated person, right? That's the first criteria. Matrivat paradarshu, para dvareshu, lost lostravat. And other people's money, other people's property, you should see like earth. You know, other people things you shouldn't. We shouldn't want other people's wives, and you shouldn't see other people. You shouldn't want other people things. Prabhupada even went deeper. So you should treat other people things like stool. Right? You should not want them, I mean, the idea of stealing people things is very. Uh, he used all that type of language quite quite a bit, right? Uh, at least it's not, not like the stool of a human eater or something like this, but <laughs> it's not that bad. But but in other words, in other words so another person's wife is mother. Ma, jai ma. Mother, I think, you think know, you ask. So you have an affectionate uh, uh, dealing with. And earth, these oh, is just, you know, you don't try to possess, once again, we try to possess earth also, right? That's already a mistake. Atma bat sarvabhute shu. And you should you should treat you should treat other people's wives as your mother as mother other people things as earth and other beings sarva all beings how atmavat like your own self what a beautiful Yat pasyati cha uh, such a person is a pandit that's education right it's a beautiful beautiful way this is this is the two cultures that's not modern culture. Right. We don't even treat our own mothers as mothers. <laughs> what does make of other people like? <laughs> right? Uh, 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 uh. and other people anyways, you can see the, 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 the difference, right? Uh, Sami Shivananda said that this Matri Bhava, this view of seeing uh, 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 a woman as mother and a mother seeing other men as, also there's a verse that says all women all men should treat all women who aren't besides their wife as their mother, and all women should treat all men that aren't their husbands as their sons. Right? That becomes, that's a, because in human relationships, it's not 100% pure, right? but it's the purest relationship. Right? And it says, Mahamaya, Swami Shivanana says, seeing that at that atmosphere, maybe even Thakur says it, maybe I'm thinking yeah. Sri Ramakrishna, he says that seeing that bhava, Mahamaya run, c- runs, covers her face in shame. And runs the other way. You cannot be bewildered. That's, that, that attitude is so pure that, that, uh, that maha, that illusion, and she's ashamed to come near that attitude. It's a very pure attitude, right? Funny story, uh, Bhagavan Das, everybody knows, our, uh, musician Bhagavan he tells the story, it's in his book also, but he told us the story. Uh, he says, when he got to India and he met Neem Baba, and, and he, Neem Kurli Baba said, you should uh, see all women as your mother. Right, the the first instruction, right? Trying to get over lust and wrong relationships, he thought to himself, "I don't even like my mother." <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so he realized it's a definitely culture between India and because in in uh, 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 in India, even if you don't like your mother, you like your mother. <laughs> you have to like your mother; it's not a choice, <laughs> right? So uh, anyway, beautiful verse. Uh, so he's the 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 wives are telling the dying husband or the dead husband, "You didn't." treat her properly, you didn't realize who she was out of desire, you didn't see her kind of using this type of verse almost there by your death the city of Lanka has been widowed just as we have been the the city, your kingdom has lost its husband, it's like we've lost our husband, your body has become this is beautiful, your body has become the food of vultures and your soul is heading for the tortures of hell Right, so we are, we are. We are two aspects. We have our body and our soul. Our, your body will just be eaten here by the by the vultures on the on, on, on the battlefield, very inauspicious way. Have your body, nobody, you know, and your soul because you're evil, and you tried to abduct a man's wife and like that will go to hell. But of course, that's that is the rule of nature, but it's not the rule of Lord Ram. Ram immediately told Vibhishana to cremate properly according to all rites. Right, invoking their ancestors, all and everything being done for all the uh, warriors, were were done, and because he was killed by Ram, Ravana attained liberation. Of course, we know Ravana is Jai Vijay. There's a backstory. Everything has a back. Every one of these stories has a has an infinite backstory. It was infinite backstories, so we know Ravana was not a normal person. He is a divine being, actually, playing that part. Something mm-hmm. in I think, well, because Ravana was lusting for sita mm. he had sita in his heart so mm. ram couldn't uh. aim at the heart uh-huh. he had to have someone distract mm-hmm. and at that moment that he was distracted uh he shot then he killed Robin yeah. And Robin. yeah Sita's even ram can't <laughs> yeah he had amrit in his Oh, here. Yeah. Also that here. That's where they, they could. Yes. There's so many. There's yeah. unlimited. <laughs> <laughs> this is just told. Like I said, It's just a breaststroke. You see how much is there. And it's just a breaststroke. Barely a breaststroke. You know? like uh, This is one of the longest stories. <laughs> one of the longest <laughs> stories ever told. It's being told in just a few verses. As advised by Rama, Bibishana now perform the funeral rites and all... For all the dead, according to, to the junctions of the scripture. next, the Lord met Sita under a, a Simsapa tree in the Ashoka forest, almost reduced to skin and bones by the sorrow of separation from him. Found Sita. Rama felt great compassion for his most miserably placed wife, whose face now blossomed with joy at the sight of him. Well, there's so much can be told there of course this is actually one line I think I somehow another skipped it says when Rama when Ravana was uh, uh, um, when Sita was stolen Rama was running around weeping and searching because he's he's showing many things and it says of course we know this this is a metaphor also between the soul and God right when we're separated not only we're lost but God also weeps at the loss of the devotee right if you read some, t- I mean, Banamali's uh, uh, um, uh, rendition in the song of Ra- song of Ram, that's a song the St- song of Ram. Beautiful retelling of, of of Ramayana. Omiki's version of Ramayana. She retells simply, but when she, when he, the way she tells Rama's lamentation upon the loss of Sita, oh my, it's, it's heart wrenching. Both at a human level, and the human level comes from attachment. And actually, verse says just showing. Anybody who's attached to somebody will behave this way. This is what happens when you're attached. When you're attached to your spouse, when you lose your spouse, you cry, right? That's a that's a human. Like a, but it's a deeper thing. It's also this, the nature between the soul and God. So many things that you can put Rama and Sita. You can there's a thousand metaphors that that work. With Rama and Sita, right? Even when, when God incarnates as human, he has to. Uh, no, that, that, that's, another, that's another point. There, That, that one line, we, we read this yesterday on the yes. swing. Sri Ramakrishna says, Pancha, he had it, I almost had it in my head. <laughs> but basically, he says, enmeshed in the Buddhas, the Buddha, and the five elements in the human body, even Brahman weeps. Right? Even God himself, when he tends to the human body, takes on some of those human qualities and even he cries like a human like a regular person right but here he's so happy see, upon being re- reunited with him and sad at the at her sorrow rama felt great compassion for his most miserable placed wife whose face now blossomed so the union again that, that everything is blossomed and if you take rama to be purusha spirit and sita to be prakriti nature when spirit and nature meet there's a new uh, there's a there's a uh, actually, even in Sankhya, by the proximity of Shiva, Purusha and prakriti prakriti vibrates, comes alive. right? And if you take it more spiritually than that material example, like when the soul comes in con- when the soul comes in contact with God, it, it blooms. Sita is so many things. Installing Vibhishana as the king of the Rakshashas in Lanka, Rama along with Sita, Lakshmana and Sugriva, and Hanuman got into the aerial car called Pushpaka he gave to vibishana as land as a gift of land the lanka and the span and a span as long as life lasting till the end of the kalpa thus completing his vow of forest life for 14 years he returned to Yoda, worshipped by rains of flowers from above by the devas so he he gets into a a a flower airplane <laughs> it's a very huh? Ancient, you, know, you can read about it, you can watch about it. And there's a great documentary channel called History Channel, <laughs> <which is laughs> really ridiculous. But anyways, uh, 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 um, uh, 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 we call this pornographic archaeology, <laughs> this channel as it's become. But um, actually, who knows what this There's There's ancient uh, uh, texts that described flying... Ships Rama is a classic example of of flying on something like this right and uh, uh, my Guruji Swami Vishuddhi he told me when I was young and I'd read the Mahabharata Ramayana and I think all the the flying ship that he flew he flew from Lanka to Ayodhya right that's fictitious these are just shows that these are just fictitious stories he dismissed them he says but then uh, then in in that same life I flew to America across the ocean because in his youth, he lived almost 100 years, there was, planes were not a reality to him. But he, he himself flew to America on a, on a plane uh, 11, 12 times. <laughs> he says, just see, <laughs> you never know what's in the text. We never know what these things mean. They're things that, forgotten things or imagined things, who knows what it, but everything is there. Everything, and there's, a, there's a line at the, at the, at, in the beginning of Mahabharata, is anything you find here, you'll find the world. Anything you don't find here, you won't find in the world. Right. anything that exists is here and if it's not here, it doesn't exist <laughs> so, <even laughs> you, like, so you come up with something we just created something oh it's already there, no problem so this is an example that. so that's another thing just, that's, a, that's a view very much a view of, 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 of the yoga system that everything is simply un- uncovering, everything is there it's being uncovered Right. Okay, that's part of the significance of this human life versus the animal life of the forest the animal life of a forest is by 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 um, by uh, you evolve or by accident right by survival of the fittest and like this right but in human culture it's a little different you begin to, by self refinement you unfold so some kind of Vivekananda's quote we were thinking about today that, that uh, religion is the manifestation of the divinity already in, in man we're already divine we have a potent we're already the divinity is already and we do it by culture we bring that divinity out right so anyway so anything everything's already there it can be discovered it's being dis- it's not being invented it's being discovered that's the way I, my uh, guruji he said that you look at uh, look at he says the, the scientists the great scientists the great great scientists they like they're like rishis they're like they're yogis and rishis right they like you look at he of course in india you have a couple of famous he's you know, like einstein He's, everybody knows Einstein, right? He was a great Rishi. You look at, you read his life. The amount of concentration he had when he was contemplating the, these big problems, trying to come solutions right, to these big problems, right? That he stopped eating, right? Uh, he uh, people would, people would call his name. He didn't respond. These are all states of yogic states, right? He had no interest in his in his marriage. His marriage began to almost fall apart. He, he, he was his only interest is is just like one. He had such one pointed, and then. Where did he get where? And then he has, and he says, he got one sutra, right? E equals mc squared, some verse, right? Some, and that's that's an interesting definition of a sutra, right? Some seed of a verse that contains a big idea, right? But so where did he get it from? Nobody, he didn't. Nobody told it to him. It was already there. He got it. He discovered it. It was already there. The truth is already there. You have to uncover it by concentration. He uncovered it, right? So any 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 invention, any discovery is somebody. Nobody gave the idea. The idea comes from within, by, by you know. And so people do it for all kinds of reasons. A yogi does it for a very specific reason. We're trying to uncover hidden things within, including flower airplanes. <coughs> <laughs> there's text on how to build them, but they're only partial now. So we <laughs> they actually there's some uh, they call them vimana, I think they're called, right? Uh, I think this flying ships. Vimana, vimana, vimana. I right? got the wrong word. And there's a there's whole texts that describe them, but there's texts about those texts, quoting verses in those texts. But the original texts aren't existing anymore, right? So those partial verses, people have done stuff with, and it's, weird things have happened when, you, when they've tried to do things. It's like dealing with all kinds of principles that are that are not fully understood. Uh, uh. Where are we here? Let's finish. Receptio uh uh, uh, Hearing on the way the hymns of praise sung by Indra and the others, he reached his country and and received the sad report that his brother Bharata, out of sorrow for his expulsion, was living on a diet of mere barley cooked in cow urine, wearing only the bark of trees and sleeping on the bare floor. So when he went into exile, when Bharata came back and found out that Rama was put into exile, that he was supposed to be king, he was horrified and he said where however and then of course there's many he went and met with him there's many in between stories told but the end result was that he he never he he ruled in rama's absence but not in the he lived in the forest my my lord's in the forest i shall live in the forest so he just outside the 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 the, uh, the city he lived in one small cottage right and he says rama uh, was in bark right of ascetic so he took off his fine clothes and put on bark Rama had dreadlocks in the forest, so he dreaded his hair. All right, and then and the on the throne, he brought a throne, and instead of sitting on the throne, he put Rama's paduka his shoes, okay. and, worship, and 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 anything the ministers would come daily from the city, such and such decisions be made. He he ask the shoes, and the name of the shoes, he 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 he'd give his answer. He ruled sitting at the base of the throne, and in, and in Rama, and so this is the tradition of the paduka puja, the, the shoes. What are those shoes? Those shoes, we also do. Very often padukas are the sign of the guru. We we worship the the sandals of the guru as, as guru puja, right? Why the guru of course we have some faith. Oh, this is they touch the lotus feet of my lord. You know, we have some emotional attachment. But pa- shoes are what? Shoes are shoes are what you stand upon. Right? That's what you that's what that hold that's what you that's what you stand on is your shoes. So they represent what what do you stand? Like for a guru it represents tradition, lineage, practice, knowledge. The things that have been—that's th- what the guru holds. And when you worship the shoes, you're worshiping the guru out of affection, but you're worshiping the principle that makes the guru the guru. the Principle. Similarly, here it's the principles of dharma. He's answering. Ram would always answer by dharma. That's what Ram stands upon. He's—he's he's the lord of dharma, right? So by asking the shoes, you're asking the principles, of What would Ram? What would Rama do? That's a new sticker. What would Rama do? <laughs> yeah. What yes. could so basically what could what's the Dharmic thing to do? And he gave the best best of his ability, he'd, he'd rule that way. So this is a this is beautiful scenes here also. Now, on hearing of his brother's arrival, Bharata started from his residence in Nandigrama to receive him fittingly. Accompanied by ministers, leading citizens and elders, and amidst the auspicious sounds of music, vocal and instrumental, he approached carrying his brother's sandals on his own head. Accompanied by the long train of consisting of expert Vedic scholars chanting the Vedic mantras aloud, of banners with glittering fringes of gold, of gold inlaid chariots yoked with excellent horses and carried gold flagstaffs and equipment, and of guards of golden livery, guards with golden liveries, as uh, leading dancing girls and other retainers, he advanced towards Rama, presented him. The royal insignia, like ceremonial umbrella and, and fans, and fell at his feet. He placed the sandals before Rama, and with palms joining salutations, fell prostrate in front of him, his heart melting in love and eyes swimming in tears. And Rama embraced him tight and long, enfolding him with both hands and drenching him with streams of tears. Along with Sita and Lakshmana, Rama made prostrations to holy men. And in return, received obeyances from ob- ob- uh, the obeisances from subordinates. A beautiful scene when he hugged uh, like, uh, Bharata. But then the scene, there's this verse: "Is along with Sita and Lakshmana, Rama made prostrations to the holy men." So he's he God. He's the object of meditation and by all of all holy men. But he's the Lord of Dharma. So he shows always perfect behavior. His perfect behavior—he went to the sannyasis and sadhus and did pranams, even though they're probably chanting his name. That's what makes him holy, right? But he's perfect. In order for him to be perfect, he has to show perfect example. So he bows to his—he actually another elaborate, elaborate. He goes to his the mother, his mother, and, and does pranams. He goes to his stepmothers and does pranams. He goes to the family guru and does pranam to his all any senior ministers and does pranams, right? And then by that same principle. Junior people don't and do pranams to him. Right, that whole principle is important. And you see, you, the simple thing is who bows to whom. Right, put your consciousness on dharma. Really, it doesn't matter. It, these are just formalities, right? Right. But it, it does matter. I remember when we visited um, many years ago. We visited um, Chetan Jotima, one wonderful sannyasini in India, and it was Dave Das, you and me, right? And we were going to sit at her place for tea. Right. So she had a little, you know, a couple of chairs and a little table like this. And her servants brought some some attendants, brought some tea. Right. And so, we oh, let's sit for tea. So she sits down and then I get up and sit over here and then Rampe- and he get up and David Doss moves over here. And like, we're because then we had because then there's all these we have some principles of who sits in the seniority and who's senior. And, so, and one thing was it was a little bit silly almost. Right. But then she said, just see right how these simple principles seemingly rules have put your mind on how to respect properly right that itself is a divine that is high culture how to show proper respect right because usually because she's used to, she's exactly used to westerners coming and not knowing any of these things so she was like a little amazed that we were doing the shuffle making sure everybody was sitting in the proper place <laughs> right so these things are they're 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 not all important but they're very important they protect they protect high culture respect the ways of showing respect, you know. Important. Even Ram shows proper respect. And he's God. He's establishing dharma by... He's a, by his own, yeah, that will end End with that very verse that he, that he teaches by example. Seeing the Lord return after 14 years of absence, the residents of Uttara, Uttara Koshala were caught in, 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 in the ecstasy of joy and rain flowers and garlands and danced wildly, fluttering their upper garments as he entered a yoga, Bharata bore his sandals Sugriva and Bibishina held fans on both sides and Hanuman held a white royal umbrella we've seen so many paintings of this beautiful scene uh, Satrugna carried the bow and arrow Sita his water vessel Angada his sword and Jambavan the leader of the bears his golden laid shield as he s- sat in the Pushpaka vehicle surrounded by women extolling uh, 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 hymnists he looked like the rising moon whose beauty is enhanced by the surrounding galaxy of stars. After being greeted by all his brothers, he entered the palace with its festive decoration, saluted his mother and stepmother and, elder, el- and other elders and was in turn greeted by juniors. Again, same idea. Sita and Lakshmana too, too did likewise on entering the palace. Getting back their sons, their mothers sprang up with a earth- new upsurge of energy the senses do when prana returns they seated them on their laps and bathed them in tears of joy even rama gets bathed in in tears of his mother their preceptor so now their guru, what does he do he removed the matted locks of rama according to the injunctions because rama this, this hair is not for kings this hair is for ascetics he was living like an ascetic so they shaved his head and left the sika properly and brought him, you know, uh, 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 and bathed him with water brought from the four oceans and the holy rivers, performing the cer- ceremonial bath with the coronation, with the help of elders of the clan, as the celestial teacher. But Hasti did for Indra, bathed, dressed in silk, and decorated with wreaths. He shone amidst his consort and brothers, who were also similarly bedecked. Prostrating before him, Bharata invited him to the royal throne, and he accepted it. This is when he would sit on his own throne. Like a father, he ruled over his own. This is this is the verse, 51. Ramaraja. So, how did he rule? Now he sits on the throne. What do we call the rule of Ram? Ramaraja. Ramaraja. There's a term, it's even a political party by that title, right? <laughs> Ramaraja. is like, this is Ram's rule, the righteous rule. Right, we want in many rule people... Rule like Rama. Rule, rule like Rama. You know, like I, I, on my... Uh, I think maybe, I'm not sure, still on my Facebook thing under political views, Ramrajya. Many people like We want the rule of Rama, right? And it's not that easy. What is the rule of Rama like? What does it, it mean to rule like Rama? This one verse that describes this finds Ramrajya Praja <laughs> Swadharma Nirata Varna Ashram Gunavita Jogopa Pitrivar Ramu Menir Pitram chatham. Prajaha, praja means the people. The the, the 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 people of a king is the subjects. The okay. subjects, right? Swadharma nirata, they were very satisfied doing their own duties. They followed their dharma, right? So the rule, when Ram ruled, everyone followed their dharma, right? And it says varna ashrama gunanvita. They, they followed their according to varna and ashrama means according to the, uh, uh, the brahmanas behaved like brahmanas the sannyasis behaved as sannyasis students did their duty and studied the married people followed the rules of marriage everybody followed their nature their swadharma their, swadharma is a complicated term it means your caste dharma and your like that you have to do your according to it but also means your real nature right everybody has an intrinsic nature Right, so everybody did what they were supposed to do, and what was their nature? It was gunanvita uh, by their own their own qualities made them do so. In the proper rulership, everybody does their duty according to the, the principles of the tradition, but they're happy in doing it. Right, they're not misplaced. You know, what, what happens with us sometimes is we don't because we it, there's a benefit of not growing up in the Varnasham system. Right, is we have a lot of freedom. Something you can get trapped in how you are at birth or something like that, and other people's expectations of you. Right? But it also is true that we don't know we're good, we don't know what we want to do. Right? And people ask, what do you want to do? Uyghur? I don't know. When you're in college, what do you want to do? Uyghur? I don't know. And <laughs> you get out of college, what do you want to do? Uyghur? I don't know. <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> so it's hard to do your swadharma. It's not easy to do your swadharma. We don't know what to do. <laughs> so there's some benefit of, of having the, some parameters of that so that you can, and those parameters are designed to give you some guidance. Societies and family expectation, of course, is there. But for you to bring out your own qualities. Swadharma gunanvita. Jugopa. Jugopa pitriva rama. That rama, jugopa uh, means protected them, like a father. So that's the thing. Everybody does their dharma and happy doing their dharma, according to varnasham. And the leader, the king, treats protects everybody as he would his own sons and daughters. And menira, menire, and other people considered. Chatan They also consider him like their father, right? So that's the thing is you want you want to rule like Ram, you have to. But usually, I cannot imagine and superimpose what I think what our, our leaders think of us. But probably not as their their loving children. <laughs> they're not considered as a loving father, right? And that's of course a little patriarchal way of thinking of the of, of of leadership like that. But that is the idea of the ancient idea of king. The king is the father of the nation, right? Everyone's their child, right? And the child well, the father disciplines what needs to be disciplined, rewards what needs to be rewarded, make sure everybody's fed, right? Everything, all those things that's what the government's supposed to do, for them. this is idealized form. This is Ram But it only works if everybody's doing their dharma. When Rama, the knower of all dharma and the bestower of joy on all, ruled, it looked as if it was Krita Yuga, though actually it was Treta. Krita means Satva Yuga. Yuga. It was Treta Yuga. It was Trita Yuga, but it felt as if it was Satva Yuga. So if you live your Dharma, and was, uh, with examples of righteousness, right, then that is Satva Yuga. Actually, you can live in Satva Yuga if you wish. You don't have to live in Kali Yuga, right? We always tell people don't live, don't let Kali Yuga in your house. You can live in the, the world may be Kali Yuga, but we can live in Satva Yuga. By living righteously, according to high principles, according to our nature, also. right? And it was great respect, respect for Sita and all her forms, respect for Rama and all his forms. Right? Did you describe yuga? Yes, describe, he said that describes Satyuga? Yes, describes that They said when his rulership, it was Satyuga. Even though it wasn't sattva Yuga, it was sattva Yuga. What is Satyuga? Satyuga is when Dharma is 100%. Mm. Actually, King um, um, Yudhisthira, Krishna took Yudhisthira to um, laying on the bed of. Yeah, What's his, uh, Bhishma right? uh, is laying on the battlefield the bed of arrows waiting to die and so Krishna took Yudhisthira to learn about Raj Dharma how to be a king and Bhishma tells them when a king rules 100% by Dharma it's called Satya Yuga when he lives 75% by Dharma that's called Trita Yuga when he lives 50% by Dharma that's called Dwapara Yuga and when he lives less than 25% that's called Kali Yuga right? so the king makes the age right? <laughs> Sometimes we say, "Oh, we get we get the, we get our kings according to the age. The king makes the age." Of course, not that we're depending an external leader. This is a deeper thing. It means when dharma is followed, the king is not the only one who's supposed to make us follow. That becomes tyranny, also. You know, There's a danger in that. So, so when, on, on an individual mm. level, when dharma is followed, then you, uh, you live in, you, then you, live in Yidosh, you, you don't have to live in sattva yuga, in, in, in Kali yuga, hmm. right? You can live in sattva yuga in your own in your own in your own body, in your own home, in your own. Mine, you can live in 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 in, in Sattva Yuga. Live with Ram as your ideal, you know. Live like Ram. What could Ram do? Put Ram sandals on your throne, and do and, and live your life and make your decisions by that standard. God in everything. Hmm? God in everything. The leader, O oh leader of the of the Bharatas. forests, rivers, mountains, regions, continents, oceans, all yielded the needs of the subjects when Ram ruled. When you rule by righteousness, everything becomes auspicious. Actually, it says when, when uh, there's some scene that as soon as Ram, 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 uh, Sita was stolen, it says every, not only, of course, uh, Jatayu fought, everything fought. The wind was against Ravana. He, he had to go against the wind the whole way home. Every time he walked, every blade of grass was, up against, was pushing up against him. All nature fights unrighteousness right you can see we have to that's we're fighting we have to fight nature that's how we're doing it now right nature is not yielding her blessings to us right we're 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 taking it and she's fighting it she's fighting us each, in each each step right but when you live by righteousness all nature provided everything needed in the story right everything becomes auspicious everything mangala is restored right while he was king there was no worries, disease or sorrow fear depression for his subjects Death came only when one wished. There was no unnatural death. You chose the time of your death. He, so, then the last two verses, 55 and 56, I, I, I wrote down the Sanskrit. I think they're, one of them describes Rama, and one of them describes Sita. Because Rama is the ideal king, but in our... In, of course, we meditate on him, but they're also considered the ideal husband, the ideal wife. right? In, in this... Um, it's an archaic, old, ancient way of looking at things. We can make a proper adjustment. But the principle, so beautiful. What do the text say? What is Sita? What is Rama? Right. He took a vow of only having one wife. Right. Even his father had three wives. And that caused a lot of trouble. Right. That caused a whole mess. Right cause w- uh, wars <laughs> right that always happens but in, in a house it could also cause wars right not only in a kingdom right right but also that means not only having only one wife but also Patni Vrat is also have, is being devoted completely to one right he had only one wife Raja rishi charitaha suchi charita means his character was like. Rishi. like, a, like a, a kingly rishi he he was a king a royal but he was like a sage right or suchi means pure he was he upheld the, the pure traditions of the ancient rishis the royal rishis or he behaved like a rishi in purity swadharma griha mediam. he showed his swadharma the swadharma one's own nature one's duty griha mediyam, of one in the midst of worldly life, in the lift of householder life. Right? He wasn't, even though he, even he, of course, he's a perfect ascetic also, he lived as a yogi in the, in the woods, right? But he lived, he showed as a king, not just as a household, he showed how to be a husband, how to live dharma, how to live your dharma, even in family life. In the midst, actually means in the midst of family life, right? Shikshayam swayam acharat shikshayam by instructing and swayam archa and by his own behavior right he didn't just tell people how to, to follow how to follow dharma he showed it by his own life not the thing we can have leaders who treat us like think of their, of their children but you look at our leader look at the scandals they get into right their words are, don't have any power and their actions are even worse right my guru used to say character is everything if your teacher tell if your teacher tells you don't drink or smoke and then you see after school your teacher is drinking and smoking, but his words don't have any power, right? So Ram's words when he tells people what to do, people listen because he had good character. People could see his own character, right? That's a very simple in two and two in two, in, two uh, in one sloka, Ram's behavior, right? Ekapatni vratadharo dharo, Raja Rishi Charita suchihi Swadharma Griha mediyam <inaudible> Shikshayam Swayam Archayat. Acha Acharyat, means acharya from acharya actually that we get this term acharya means teacher acharya means action also like brahmacharya is action in brahman right sadacharya pure conduct means conduct right acharya is somebody who teaches by his example not by his words right we use we can give nowadays you can give somebody the title acharya right but what's their life is their life a perfect example right you can okay, you can go by so many by learning the vedas you can be Vedacharya. acharya Right, I think that's a term. I've mastered the. I've Veda. memorized Rig Veda. Rig Veda Acharya means I can t- qualify to teach it. But Acharya is a big term. I say it's the highest term. It's used uh, uh, simply nowadays, but it's a very high term. Acharya, one whose teachings his, by his own teachings. He varies his teaching. Now Sita, Premana nuvrita, nuvrita, britya, Premana, was great love. Anuvrita, she served with great love. Right? Her nature was to serve her husband, her her lord, with great love. Shilena, and her behavior was very pure, very good behavior. Right. Pras Prascharya Avanta Sati, she always she had uh, um, she uh, worship was great respect humbly. Uh, Sati, she was and uh, very uh, chaste. Bia, riya bia means fear, but doesn't she didn't fear Ram, right? Here it means like respect. You don't want to disappoint. Actually, it's like you don't fe- like you shouldn't you don't fear your teacher, you don't fear your mom and dad. You really you fear disappointing them. That keeps you behaving nicely, right? You know that type of, that type of fear. It's out of respect. You don't want to uh, disappoint. You don't want like I, my guruji said. He says, oh, I, I met my, I, I, and, uh, Handeya Baba. I practice. He gave me instruction, and I, pra- I, was, I was scared of, of, I was scared of my guru. I practice, but he wasn't scared. His guru was so gentle, simple holy man, right? He wasn't going to beat him like that. But he was scared of disappointing, right? He's, he, he I don't want to disappoint his expectation. So I practice like anything, right? That, that, that's bhia, hriya. Hriya means, very, um, 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 modest. I guess is the best way, or. Uh, shy or modest, it's her nature. You know, it's an old, but bha- an bhavagna. He she knew his mood. She understood Ram, right? You know, so she in the opening verse that they were similar in so many ways. They understood each other, right? They were matched that way, right? He behaved like a good king and a good husband, right? And a good example for for her, for the family, the king, as an as a, as a son, as a king, as a husband. Up to this point, before we end the story here, everything's fine. <laughs> it gets a little more complicated next week, <laughs> right? Uh, uh, but uh, but she, uh, um, yeah, she, he, he she understood what he who he was, he understood what he, what he uh, what he needed, understood his inner mood, right? Bartu sita haram manaha. She always by understanding she always knew she always knew the nature the baba of her husband and tried to serve in that way arrange that way right so this is in one verse is Swaraj, right the the the, the, the Ram is leader, and then Ram is husband and Sita as wife right a little idealized of course right and and these we could then you know in, with modern you can look at these as as in gendered studies and all kinds of different ways, right? But that's not—they're not written from that perspective. Written from many thousands of years old perspective, we can still p- take the principle behind them, right, and try to apply them with some uh, from our own modern understanding. Uh, exactly wa- uh, actually uh, modesty uh, uh, could behave modesty. She actually by doing this, Bharata uh, Sita Haram. She, okay, the one line is she she won his heart, right? This is the thing that that uh, uh, by this behavior, by this underst- by no by no understanding him, he won won him, right? This is so you can look. I mean, I, I'm sannyasi and I have no experience, right? Not much interest and no experience of these things, <laughs> right? Both things, right? And uh, and if I had interest and had experience, I would probably still be I'd be even more. Even in worse position to give any advice on these. (laughs) That could be my disqualification on both (laughs) points. But uh, uh, you can still take some. You can see a beautiful like. uh, uh, There's some. I was talking to uh, in India to one lady, very spicy lady, right? Uh, And and she's like, ah, there. I'm supposed to worship, serve my husband like he's Ram, right? First, let him be Ram. Then I, then I'll treat him like Ram. my husband's my husband's a drunk, and he's undisciplined, and he's and he's like, and he has bad habits. If he becomes like Ram, I worship him like Ram, right? He wants me to be like Sita. Let him be like Ram. <laughs> you know, like, so it takes both. Like it's all like, oh, the woman has to be like Sita. The husband should be like Ram also. That brings Sita out, and Sita brings Ram out. You know, that's the secret of the thing. So thank you for your kind attention. Uh, uh, next, uh, I think do we have an? Am I speaking next week, or is that? I think we have one more uh, 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 thing before our summer break. Uh, it's only Chaitananda gives his talks. And I think we just a little bit, uh, there's a few verses that describe uh, Ram's life as king. And some of those lila and then the little complicated, painful lila of the banishment of Sita and the like. Some of those meanings are there. jai sitaram. Sitaram, sitaram, sitaram.